The judgy opinions expressed on this reality TV podcast are not backed up by any professional degrees. While Jamie and Jesse are experts in everything, they're certified in nothing. Comments made should be taken with a grain of salt, a glass of Pinot Grigio, and a sense of humor. Enjoy this episode of Judgy and Juryish. Hey, you guys, welcome to episode 29 of Judgy and Juryish. I'm Jamie, and of course, I'm here as always with Jesse. Jesse, what's going on? <laughs> a lot. Nothing. I'm always yeah, like, right. I, every time you ask me, I'm like, what am like I going to say? Because there's a so lot, much going I, on. A lot, and then like nothing at all at the same time. You know that what I mean? That makes perfect Pro- sense. Probably nothing worth even like bringing up that I can even think of that would be interesting in well, my me, life. Well, let me enlighten everybody. Uh, yeah. There actually is quite a bit going on in Jesse's life, yeah. so much so that we spent the first 10 minutes <sighs> of our it. conversation <laughs> before we hit record figuring out why Jesse's mic wasn't working, only to find out she hadn't turned it on. Yeah. <laughs> the simple... Like aspect of just turning on the microphone. Yeah, she literally just didn't turn the bitch no. on. We were ready to throw it in the trash. I yeah, was like, I was like well, there goes. It's it's toast. It's toast. It's there done. goes the seventy bucks I spent on that thing three years ago. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. <laughs> yeah. we, oh, I was unplugging it, plugging it in, unplugging yeah. it, plugging it. Check it over here, and Jamie's like, I can't hear. I'm all, you. Uh-uh, thumbs down, thumbs down. <laughs> like not working. And Jesse's like, uh, well, uh. I could just like see her grunting. Her chest uh, yeah. was moving in a fashion <laughs> where I'm like, oh, she's so irritated. And then she figured out she just hadn't turned the thing on so apparently there's quite a bit going on in your life (laughs) yeah too much it's like so much i can't even turn a damn microphone on exactly yeah shit hashtag mom life i know anyways how are you doing what's up everything's good i was just letting you know you know we just went camping and we went to paso robles to this like newer camp spot called cava robles and it's like super bougie glamping Mm. i mean it's amazeballs but now i'm back in the saddle as they say and right. uh, every work is crazy. Podcasting is crazy. Uh, Stevie's back in school and her homework. I mean, I could barely yeah. keep up with that. Oh my god! Yeah. You know. But anyway, what such I is life such as life exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I know people listening can totally relate. It is oh yeah overwhelming on a daily basis, but somehow we get it all done. Yeah. And we wake up the next day and we freaking do it all over again. Yeah. And I think being busy, like we, we like, fa- you know, everybody probably fantasizes about just like, I just want to sit on the couch and do nothing. And I, but I truly, I'm still picking a day. Well, I want to pick a day where my kids are at school and I just sit on the couch and I maybe take a nap. Like, I, I don't know why that sounds like amazing. a fantasy to me. Yes. But also, I also know that being busy is good for like mental health. It keeps, you know, you're moving forward. Like you need to be, yeah. We all need to be like, you know, clunking along here. And, and tackling projects. I mean, not to yes. get too far into it, but you and I have talked about this before. I get really weirded out and antsy if I'm not doing something for too long. Yeah. Because uh, there's all this stuff I need to do. Like there's a closet that needs to be cleaned. There's the floors that need to be vacuumed. There's my desk that needs to be organized. There's a script that needs to be written for murderish. There's yeah. work to be. So 
I have to keep tackling these projects. Otherwise, my brain will completely explode Yeah, because there's just too much stuff that isn't done. And I'm here I am sitting still binging Netflix or whatever it is. Yeah. And all I can think about is, holy shit, if I could just get three things do, done, yes. then I yeah. can relax. You know, at a certain time of night, let's say six o'clock, me and Steve finally sit down on the couch. And if I know I was productive that day, I can uh-huh. truly relax because if I wasn't productive... I'm not relaxing at six o'clock. I'm sitting there. My wheels are spinning and I know all the shit I have to do the next day because I didn't do it today. It's just how my brain works. So I know. Even just before you called, I was telling you, I was watching Salt Lake, like literally up until the moment. And um, I had like, you know how, so I watched Bravo, my like little screen, you know, like right here. Like, oh, well, I watch it on my phone sometimes, like I'm getting ready or whatever. And I can, you can swipe it up and then it becomes like a smaller like picture in picture. I was shopping. I was doing a uh, Whole Foods Amazon delivery as I was watching. As you- <laughs> I was like Dude. really trying to multitask. How's that for multitasking? Oh, my God. Jesse, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've done the exact same thing. I've been doing yeah. my Instacart order while I'm listening to a draft of like a murderish episode so I can let my audio guy know, yeah, this one's good to go. Let's right. publish it. Let's get it out. So it just – there's so – even I look forward to red lights. Because yeah. then I can clear out a couple emails or I yeah. can, in the Starbucks line, right. I'll be sitting there and I'll be like clearing. Okay, got that email out, got that email out, that yes. text, that social yes. media post. Yes. So it's crazy. Yeah. It's a lot. Anyways. Okay, anyway, there is it. a shitload of stuff going on uh, yeah. in the Bravo universe. Uh, yep. Bravo has blessed us with the season premiere, season two premiere of Salt Lake City Housewives. So you and I are going to talk about that today. Of course, we're going to talk about our Beverly Hills ladies. And I've got a couple of hot topics I want to get into before we get into that. So if you'll uh, just let me do that. So yeah. Well, real quick, Sonia Morgan, she is just uh-huh. going to be tied to this damn townhouse Forever, it Forever. turns out. Forever. Literally. So we just got yeah. an alert that basically she's taken her home off the market after eight years of not finding a buyer. I mean, I, I can't it's imagine. shocking. Even like na- right now. Why like, won't with, it like, sell? COVID and stuff. I, mean, I don't know. Do you know what it's going for? Does it list how much she was I trying to sell it for? I think she started out close to nine and then it went down to like seven at some point. Then she did some mm-hmm. improvements, put it back on the market closer to, I think, eight. So I don't, in the several millions, basically. Yeah, and I can right. imagine that Sonia Morgan's townhouse needs a ton of work. Yeah. I mean, it looks, I have always said this from the beginning, that house is so depressing to me. Yeah, it just something it about the inside and the old drapes and the old right. decor and, and yeah. knowing her state of mind while she's living there with all these interns and like we're it's just it's kooky and I I it's like gray gardens have you ever seen that documentary yes like that even her outdoor space which her outdoor space which I know is a commodity in New York she's got a little garden whatever even that's depressing to me I don't see any sunlight ever hitting it and I'm just the koi pond I'm just like man I would like her ball and chain like I don't know what why she can't get rid of it. And what if, she, maybe she's got like several mortgages against, or you know what I mean? Like where she's has to get a more. certain price otherwise. But you know yes. what? There's something to be said for also just walking away. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I like, know. I mean, like the bank would have to take a hit and her credit yeah. would take a hit. But I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the answer is. All I know is that if I were get you know, to have gotten a divorce mm-hmm. and I was stuck in that big old 
old decor townhouse. Like I would want to run so fast and get a fresh start somewhere else. And it would drive me crazy to be stuck, literally stuck there. I know. Like I can't go get my fresh start in a cute little high rise condo or whatever you want to do. As like a, a lot of lady. light. Yeah. Yeah. With a lot of light, like Ramona's or Luann's apartment. Um, so I don't know what she's going to do, but it's just crazy town over there. And mm-hmm. that sucks. You know, that she I just know. seems to be tied I to know. it. Poor Sonia. I know. We love Sonia. Yeah. Okay. And then um, I also just want to say real quick, too, that Erica Jane's mom has been busting out on Twitter. Uh, oh. I don't know if you've seen this on social no. media. I don't have specific posts in front of me because I didn't plan that far ahead. But what I will say is she's trying to bark back at the haters, at the Erica Jane haters. But all she's doing is making shit worse. So her latest tweet that I saw was somebody had posted a, a picture of Sutton and one of the other housewives and saying these two are the only two who really bring up the victims and care about the victims being taken care of. Speak up for the victims, uh, the victims being Tom Girardi's victims. Uh-huh. And... uh Eric, you know, then Erica's mom chimes in and and comments on that tweet and says, well, Sutton has money. Why doesn't she help the victims? Like literally saying, well, Sutton's rich. So why doesn't she help the victims? Yeah. It's like, bitch, shut oh, up. Oh, my God. Please, you yes. are just, no. you're not that helping was, your yeah. daughter. No. <laughs> you are not. It really doesn't make sense at all. It it's making doesn't. it worse. It's interesting because they have a broken relationship, Erica Jane and her exactly. mom, or you know what, from what we know. Yeah. So that's so interesting. She's still spouting off. There are other entertaining tweets. I'm sure if you Google it, you'll get to yeah. see like screenshots of her. That's just one of them. I think oh one of them God. was even more outrageous. I just my memory yeah. has already like if Erica Jane didn't have enough already to worry Thank about. You. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mom she's got her mom. her mom trying to like yeah no yeah. Can you stop? Sit, Can you sit please this stop? one out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sit this Do one not. out, Mom. Turn yeah. the phone off. And then real quick, before we get into talking about the episodes, um, I wanted to let you know that I did watch the entire four episodes, I think it's four episodes, of Lula Rich, the oh, documentary on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. I haven't started it yet, okay. but I did send you that TikTok, which was like hilarious. It's so yeah. freaking funny. So yeah, it's definitely worth the watch. And it's everything we expected. You and I did an episode on multi-level marketing. You and I definitely spoke about Lula Rowe being one of the most uh-huh. egregious and predatory MLMs out there. And that's everything that this documentary says. I mean, it's all in there. Like, basically, you have to, you know, MLMs, you have to pay to play. You you, you know, it's just like a Ponzi scheme. You know, I I understand that it's, there are people saying it's not a Ponzi scheme. In my mind, there are many parallels between a Ponzi scheme and an MLM. Um, You are the customer. That you you're not signing up to own your own business like they make it sound, and you go out and sell these wonderful products, and those are the customers. That is not how an MLM generates money. You are the customer. This the moment that you sign up for an MLM and you spend your fifty to five thousand dollars for your starter kit and your product yep. or whatever it is. Yeah, you have that is how the MLM makes money. Yeah. The large majority. Yeah. That's right. The large majority of that money that you spent on your starter kit goes up to the upline. The people at the very top are the only ones who make money. The people at the bottom are absolutely set up to fail from day one. You will never make money at the bottom. No, you are actually, you're right. They are, you are the customer. You are the customer. And so the more people that you get up to sign up below you and buy their kits and keep getting their mom to buy a a mascara here, a pair of leggings there, their neighbor buys this, you know, but really what it is, is it's, it's the people who sign up to become a part of the MLM. They have to meet certain minimums and pay 
you know, buy certain products to stay active in the MLM. That is the money. That is the primary money source for all the people at the top line to right. make money. And then the basic, you know, at, at, when you think about the exponential math, I've been listening to this guy and I'm sorry, I'll have to put it in the show notes or something, but um, there's a girl who was on the Lula Rich documentary. She's all over. She's an anti-MLMer. She used to be uh-huh. in LulaRoe. She left. She's totally disenfranchised and totally anti-MLM. She has a podcast now, uh, Life After MLM, I want to say something like that. And she brought on a guy who's an author who wrote like basically the Bible on anti-MLM. And again, I can't remember his name. If you Google it, I'm sure you'll find it. But he basically is like, look at the exponential math. If five people join an MLM and they want, and then those five people want to go get five people under them because that's how you make money. That's five times five. Now you have 25 people. If those 25 people now need to go get five people under them, 25 times 25, then you go whatever that is. So what basically when, once you get to like the, the multiple of like 15, you run out Uh of people in the world. You (laughs) literally, that is, that includes infants who live in Africa, who live in the Bahamas, people who would never, that is literally, there are not enough bodies and in living world, yeah, human beings to buy those pants yeah. for exactly for the people at the bottom to ever make money. Ever make there money. aren't going to be enough. You just can't, you can't keep adding five people under you and five people under you because you just run out of people. Yeah, right. Literally do the math on your calculator. You're, it'll oh, start yeah. to say an E for error yeah. after like the 12th time that you multiply it by five. Oh it's the craziest gosh. thing. So this guy I makes, believe it. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's that's hilarious. It's, yeah. So yeah. I would totally suggest if you're listening to this, yeah. watch Lula Row or I'm sorry, right. Lula Rich on Amazon. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. Okay, okay, Jesse. We are short on time today. Yes. Let's get right into Beverly Hills and then we'll okay. talk about Salt Lake. I was wondering which so, one you were gonna start with. So well, let's do it. Let's just go with the Beverly okay. Hills lady. Season eleven, episode sixteen, and I didn't write down the title. So oh, I didn't either. Frenemies, I got used to you doing or is that it. Salt Lake. I usually do oh. it anyway, you guys. Anyways, yeah. Episode whatever. 16, season 11. It was the d- dinner part, whatever. Dinner three, party from yeah. hell part two, but <laughs> yeah, really part, part three two. now. Yeah. I guess yeah. it's like the second half of the dinner party. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Eric, we're back at the dinner party over at, at Kathy's house. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Erica and Sutton are going at it. And really, it's just Erica going in on Sutton. Yes. And at some point, she looks at Sutton. She's like, do you want to get sued? And Sutton's like, uh, yeah, no. of course yeah. not. Nobody does. <laughs> and then it cuts to, like, as if Tom's going to fucking sue anybody, first off. Tom, oh, oh, the dementia. Like, get in line, yeah. Yeah, guy who's being, uh, filing forced bankruptcy, right. probably in an old folks home now, being sued for multi-millions of dollars. The chips, you think that guy is going to get his shit together and go sue little old Sutton for yeah. saying whatever she uh, said li- about it? To calling them liars. Yes, yes. Like, or whatever. Erica, yeah. like, no. you are delusional, right. okay? Right. So then, um, and then it cuts to Erica's confessional and she's like, he ain't dead and gone, honey. Like, <laughs> Okay, Erica, first off, <laughs> yeah. you're acting like he pretty much is dead and gone. Like his exactly. brain that is, is like, dead yeah, and gone. That's like, yes. And I find it so fascinating that Erica is so used. It's almost like you have a big brother who always protects you. So if anybody Fs with you on the playground, you're like, well, you don't want me to go get my big brother, do you? And you feel all like yeah. big and bad yes. and protected. Yeah. Yeah. She's always had this big high-powered attorney. Lawyer that she could lawyer, like, throw that, that around. she could like throw that around. And here she is. 
trying to throw it around, but it just makes her look stupid. I'm sorry. He isn't that person anymore, babe. Sorry, yeah. it doesn't carry the same weight. So for you yeah. to be like, he ain't dead and gone, honey. Yeah. Well, what is he if he ain't dead yeah, and gone? Exactly, like he's exactly. close to. Right. He's not going to He's not even anybody. like neurologically capable of making decisions on his own. He has, uh, his brother is his. Um, Conservative. Help me. Thank you. Yeah. So it's like, what are you talking about? But this, but this is where Erica almost sees red. I don't think she even understands. She's not making sense. She's just used to snapping. And they kind of, they go along this line because like right away, like Kyle says, Erica, do not like it further pushes the narrative of what yes. is going on. Like, do you shouldn't be doing that. You're not going to sue anybody, you know, whatever. Like, it's not this is you're not giving credence. Kyle's like, credence. you're giving credence said, yeah. to what Sutton's worried about. Yes. You can't say that. No. And and Dorit ends up speaking up too. And Dorit's like that. Uh, oh, so then Erica says, Kyle, 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 she should be quiet. You know, like she's just trying to shut everybody down. Yeah. Well, then Dorit butts in and she's like, well, now, Erica, that's a little bit of a threat. And she's right. Like, I yeah. actually did like that Kyle and Dorit spoke yes. up a little bit. Now, I know I don't think they've spoken up enough no. up to this point, but they did speak up a little bit like, babe, slow your roll. Yeah. Now you've got, you're threatening people with lawsuits and things like that. And then that's when Erica's like, I'm about to really lose my shit on all of you. And she puts her hand on the table like... And she's like, you know, almost like she's going to like um, arm wrestle somebody. Yeah. And she like, you know, moves her fingers in a really yeah. slow fashion. Yeah. And she, lo- and then and that's when Kathy's like, calm down. Yeah. And then uh, Rena's like, Rena's- take a breath. Rena, take a breath. Garcelle's, hold it in. <laughs> like everybody's like, look. <laughs> I loved it. The, the memes that came out of that. Oh, like my this God. is someone's like, this is the weirdest like guided meditation I've ever seen. Like so it was like a guided awkward. meditation. Like, yeah. calm down. <laughs> now take a breath. Hold it in. Hold and it in. Exhale. And exhale. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. boy did EJ exhale. Oh, yeah. But oh, when yeah. she exhaled, she looked at uh Sutton. She said, You ever call me a liar again? I'm coming for you. And it's like, uh <laughs> Damn. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, but then, then Sutton is like, uh, Sutton's like, that cuts to her like confessional. She's like, what do you mean you're coming for me? Like, I'm gonna end up a with a horse, horse in my, yeah, the horse's head, like referring to like, the Godfather, like, yes. a horse's head in my bed. Like, that's the thing that bothers me. She acts so gangster. Like she, yeah. you don't want to mess with her. No, honey, time's up. Yeah. Gig is up. You ain't, up. no, no, but you guys, it's all a facade. All those things were a facade. All you represent was stolen money That's from right. people who deserved it out of like trauma in their life, period. That so is whatever, right. yeah. So what you were trying to portray before, but I think she's caught in this limbo. She doesn't know how to be or how to act. And she's used to being that way, but now she's like poor. And now yes. she's like, hu- lives in a humble abode. And now she doesn't have anything and she'll talk about it. I, I, it's, it's literally wires are crossing. She is short circuiting. and like, Yes. Because for, it. for, for over 20 years, Erica has been able to be head bitch in charge. Yep. She has been able to be like, I'm wealthy. I'll cut a check for anything. I'll put that shit on my card. I got the bill. I got the, I got these clothes. I got this Ferrari. Nobody questions me. I am Erica Jane, honey, and I am this and I am that. Well, she is no longer those things. And the world, and the and the world, for the most part, not me. We're huge fans of Erica, like mm-hmm. rooting her on yeah. and just lo- called her a queen. Well, now all that's changed too. So she is right. short circuiting, just like you said, because now she is being 
reduced to not a lot. What identity does she have? What identity does she have? Erica Jane was right. her persona to be right. sexy on stage, but she no longer has a stage career either. No. And then you Erica know, Girardi is the wife of this high-powered lawyer. Nobody and wants now to she be attached have that. to that. No. And Who now are she's going to have to go back to that Southern little girl. What was there that ha- came from like a broken home, essentially what she talks about or what she says she did. Right. She's got to do some major soul searching, which we know she's not doing it right now. Uh, no. <laughs> we know. We, Absolutely we ha- she, not. She's not going down without a fight, basically. And no. I think she wants to be like not rewarded, but um, giving given kudos for like, I'm not going down Being without so a tough. fight. Being yeah. so tough. And, but and, and it's kind of like we're all waiting for you to humble yourself yes. and for you to say, you know what? This is tragic. I need to go. I need to go like sit on a mountain in, I don't know, China somewhere at the Monk and like figure out my life yes. and look inward and help myself get better. Like I need to be a become a better person. Like, but she's so far from that. Everybody knows that that's what she should do, but right. she is in a place where she does not want to be perceived as weak. That's what yeah. she's been her whole life is I'm head bitch in charge. I'm not afraid of anybody, but, 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 but something catastrophic has happened to you in your life, Erica, and none of that exists anymore. And, and you're not doing your, your long-term reputation any favors as PK is going to point out in this episode. So yeah, you're absolutely right. This is just, it's so crazy to watch because most people, most people, typical human beings would not react the way that she's reacting. But I've said it from the beginning. She is not a typical human being. There's something different about her. And and other people share personality traits that I think that she has. But as far as the psychology of it, and I am no psychology major, but I, there's she's different. She's not a typical human being. I think that she lacks empathy. She's super cold. She's super narcissistic, selfish, greedy, all these things. And um, so her world is crumbling. And although she's losing her cred, her street cred or whatever it was. Yeah. And it's really like, like you said, making her short circuit and act yeah. a fool, basically. Totally. I know. So then Sutton gets up. She's like, nope, nope. I am not used to people like that. That will make me leave. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I just want to jump into Sutton's body and, and I know, speak help for her, her along a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Because while I appreciate that Sutton really has been the only one, even though she's had to be prompted to speak out about Erica, you know, I would have loved for her to stay and give it right to Erica, but that's oh, yeah. just not Sutton. And Sutton is no. not used to people like Erica yeah. acting like no. a thug, you know, uh, yeah. and pointing her doo-doo nail in her face <laughs> and all this shit. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. So, you know, she she gets up. But what's fascinating is right after Sutton leaves, of course, Erica pushes her chair and she's like, bye. Yeah. And Rinna hands over Kathy's little dog to Erica and she immediately switches to baby boys. Oh, oh, it's oh, so cute, yeah. the little baby. Ooh. Yeah, she's like petting it like she's like some evil some weird ooh, nervous dictator. energy yeah, going on. It was so bizarre because she's it, like, bye, bye, pushes in the chair and everybody's like, no, no, like Sutton, don't go. Yeah. Come back. Don't do that. Yeah, it, it, I'm telling you like Erica is just like she's got to be in fight, you know, like the fight or yeah. flight mode. She is. She is like in the fight mode. Like her adrenaline is going and she's just trying to get through this but it's all Filmed and ready for us to watch. Like, I love that we get to, you know, we're really bizarre. To- yeah. yeah, it is bizarre. So all the ladies come back to the table. And <laughs> Erica tells the ladies about Sutton. She's a punk ass. Yeah. <laughs> I put that on there. I was like, okay. Like, what? 
Sutton's a punk I, ass. I used to say I used I to mean, say that like say junior that high. Yes, yeah, absolutely, you punk ass. <laughs> uh, who? She's a punk ass. She's a fifty-year-old woman saying I know. she's a punk ass. Like I high, just, supposedly high society woman. I know. Yeah. I and just that's like really, the other day when she was like, you mother effer. You, you, that's you mother effer. Like, I'm just like, come on. That shit's whack. Yeah. Whack. <laughs> okay. okay. Just like trying she's to trying keep to it, use keep all these cool, cool for the young words. Yeah. yeah. She's trying to keep <laughs> yeah. them young ones. And all she looks like is yeah. a mom who's trying too hard. Yeah. She's you like, just, yeah. <laughs> she's a punk ass. No cap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All facts, fam. All facts, fam. <laughs> Skylar taught me that one. Skylar, I yeah, don't know what it when I use it or current, what. But we don't know if it's current right now, but it, it, know, now this knows. was about four weeks ago, so I'm sure it's out now. Yeah, I'm okay, sure it's yeah. out by yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then, Rena. Uh, then it cuts to Rena goes over to Garcelle's house, and they have a conversation. And of course, Rena's being Rena. She walks in. She's like, "Oh, it's so pretty out here. Such a beautiful new home." Yeah. <laughs> It's exactly what she did. I was like, God, can you like shut not be up. more dramatic? Like, it's just so dramatic. Rina, <laughs> shut just up. walk in and go, beautiful home. Yeah, great. Do you have any drinks? Yeah. Got a cocktail? Well, where did I put my coat? Love yeah. your fish. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> so, and then, uh, and then what's so lame too is Garcelle and Rina start talking about the night before at Kathy's house. And Rena's trying to act like she was so wasted. She doesn't recall EJ uh, threatening Sutton. She, she goes, yeah. oh, she's like, remind what? what? Yeah. What? Oh. Huh? Don't buy it. No. I don't buy it. Oh Rena is the God. type to have a couple cocktails and claim that she's like super wasted. Drunk. Yeah. When she's a little buzzed. Yeah. And it's not, your memory's still there, babe. You have to drink so much to like literally lose your memory yes. of the night. Yeah, and to you like weren't there, Rena. Out. No, you were no. You weren't the there. Dog, getting up, walking around, not stumbling. You were fine. Yeah. So then Garcelle says to Rin on the couch, she's like, "Look, I feel like the four of you are over here, and me, Crystal, and Sutton are like over here. Yeah. And I don't know. Crystal's kind of like trying to get in good with EJ, which I'm not liking. I know. It's, it's not I a good look. For I Crystal. think that she's pairing up against Sutton. I exactly. think she just still has this like vendetta against Sutton. You know. Yes. So yeah, I agree with Jumping you. And, and you know, and then and then. Garcelle goes a step further and she's like, Rena, you never look out for me. And Rena's like, oh, well, what makes you say that? What, what are you talking about? And, yeah. you know, it's just like, uh, I don't know, Rena's so fake and Garcelle she is 100% is. correct in her assumptions. But isn't um, this the part like in Rena's confessional, she's like, bitch, mm-hmm. please. Mm-hmm. She says that directed towards Garcelle about like what they're talking about. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, because... Because Garcelle says something like, look, when we were in La Quinta, oh, yeah. you didn't say anything when they were trying to make it a thing that I called out that Erica said that Tom calls her. And then it cuts to Rena's confession. And she's like, well, it's she wants me to go over here and fight her battles when, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It's about the jabs on Dorit. That's right. She's like, in her confession, Rena's like, look. I've seen the jabs, so it's not my place to shoot, to to fight your battles for you, Garcelle. Bitch, please, please. I know. Okay, like, Rena. Again, you're trying too hard. You're not a cool mom in that way. She's so annoying. Don't, she's beyond annoying. She's I know. like a caricature. She's like a. She is not a real person, and that's not a good thing. No, I cannot take her seriously in any moment. I could never imagine her giving any kind of like wise advice yes. or coming at. Right. an issue in a real right. authentic way. She's just so fake and yes. phony and like yes. a caricature. It's all I can, yes. like a cartoon character. Yes. Um, 
And Rena's like, well, when we brought the sauce, uh, you know, over to your house, after we left, you, I would have loved to get a text for you to say, thank you, Garcelle. And Garcelle's like, but that's not the same thing. Like, that's mm-hmm. not me disappointing you as a friend. I thanked you when you brought the sauce over. Right. Why do I have to then send a follow-up text? Bullshit. Right. Yeah. So Rena's just pulling shit out of her ass. And to be honest with you, it's like pure gaslighting. Oh, yeah. Rena is trying to make Garcelle look like an equally bad friend. Mm-hmm. And she's pulling shit out of her ass to make Garcelle think she's not the good friend. And it's right. such bullshit. Oh, yeah. So then uh, Sile, Sutton and Kyle meet at this place where, like, they're ha- they're having a private showing before well, these items ready go for on auction. Like auction. Yeah, for an auction. Yeah, chair, and all I can say is event. it looks like a bunch of bullshit to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. It looks super creepy. I get it. There's diamonds and fancy shit yeah. in there. And, like, antique stuff. And, yeah. It didn't suit my fancy. I was no. just like, where there's no light in this room. There's It's dark. It's, uh-huh. what is this bullshit? I don't want yeah. that china with birds on it. I don't know. Yeah. None of it looked appealing. Yeah. Well, it's something it's like when you have money and you like you like run out of stuff to, you know, spend your money on. Yeah. Like spend it on some, you know, armoire that's like from somewhere that's like yeah. who cares? To make you feel good and have no. a story to tell guests who come over and you can say right. that this was a this was from original here. Van Gogh. I don't yeah. fucking know. You yeah, know, exactly. What like I listen, do. I still live with IKEA furniture. Hey. It's that shit great. works. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's on budget. It, yeah. Now it's it does budget. break down after <laughs> yeah, a while. And when I say a while, I mean sure a few do. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I actually a little off, you know. Yes. Everything's a little slightly off. I also hate going to the Ikea in Burbank. Like that place oh. is like Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's crazy. It's too many people. It's like everybody's yeah. in line yeah. shuffling through. I just, that is not my, not my vibe. I love Ikea, which tells you. Like, yeah, yeah it's exactly They're like, let's go sit on this couch. Let's lay on this bed. I'm like, can you not? They're like, like mommy, who knows mommy, mommy let's go to Disneyland. You're like, let's go to Ikea. Go to Ikea. <laughs> it's a little cheaper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go jump on the bed, damn it. Yeah. You have five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyways, and then did you see like how that woman brought, she goes, this is not for the auction. This is just for you guys, just for you today. We brought this jewelry out for you. Yeah. And they show like these I think there were two carat each diamond earrings and it says like 215K and Sutton's like, that's a good price. She's like, that's, that's a, a good real good price, price. for that. Yeah. Huh. And then they walk with, don't, don't let those earrings walk away. Like, I'm going to pick those up on my way out. I'm like, oh, yes. Jesus. Wow. Like, yeah. Okay. This chick got money. She She's sure like, do. Oh, bargain basement price. Yeah. Sold. She's like, that's not a bad deal. Yeah. That's I was like, oh deal. my God, yeah. Sutton. I wow. I love watching her spend money. Yeah. And then um, Sutton ends up calling Kyle out for saying, uh, you know, basically, like, you kept telling me, say more, say more Mm -hmm. to Erica. You pushed me, you forced me to say things I didn't want to say at a dinner table. Yeah. And Kyle says to Sutton, she's like, look, but you were being two-faced. And I think that's the wrong word. Totally. Sutton was not being two-faced. Yes, she was being more bold in front of Kyle saying, I don't think that Erica's telling the whole truth. I think I need to speak with her about it. I think I need to confront her about it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that Sutton was ready at that dinner table to confront Erica at that moment, number one. And also... Let Sutton do it on her own. I get it. This is a show, and that's probably why Kyle thought she was making something happen, like getting the ratings up or whatever. But the truth is you were being a real shitty friend, Kyle. Like that is the shittiest thing. I would never do that to you. 
Right. If you came to me and were like, you know, this bitch over here, you know, I got to, I really need to talk to her. She's really bothering me. She said something about my kids, whatever. I really need to confront her. It's not my place at the next dinner party we're at or drinks, you know, girls night to be like, well, Jesse, you need to say it. Confront her. Uh, Hello, be real. Yeah. Yeah, no. but Kyle did that. And Kyle's yeah. such an asshole for doing yes. that to Sutton. And then Sutton's like, then I talk about it with with a friend. And she puts friend in air Whoa. quotes. And that, of course, sets Kyle off. And Kyle's like, oh, am I that friend in air quotes? And Sutton's like, well, yeah, I'm talking about you. And Kyle just gets so pissed. And she's like, and that's when Sutton's like, look, I've said more things than anyone in the group because you're all scared of Erica, which is true. Mm-hmm. And Kyle tries to back her ass, her own ass up. And she's like, look, I'm not afraid of Erica. She's given me no reason to be afraid of her. You, on the other hand, looked very afraid of her last night. No, Kyle, stop. Right. First off, Erica is scary to most people. Now, I feel like I would trample a bitch. Uh, let oh, yeah. me let me at Erica. I'm sorry to pat uh, yeah, myself I on know, the back. I know, but I, I would know. love a like go at, at the Erica. Bit. Yeah, I I'm know. Chomping I and know. let that pit bull out of the cage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she triggers me so hard. I know. But um, but Sutton is like this nice little Southern belle. Like she right. isn't used to people like that. So Kyle's gonna say, "Oh, you looked really scared of her," and Kyle's gonna end up calling her weak, which is bullshit too. Oh yeah, coming but, from Kyle. Really, Kyle? Because yeah. you've had a lot to say too in oh, your confessionals, yes. but you ain't confronting your friend. That's right. You're making Kyle, right. you're making Sutton do the dirty work. That's so right. I was totally team Sutton in this conversation. And you know, Kyle says, look, it really bothered me to see you back down and be weak. It bothered me too. I wanted to jump into the TV screen and like speak for Sutton. Yes, I wish Sutton could have stayed at that table and given it right back to EJ, but that's just not who not Sutton who is. is. Right. But it's also if I'm Sutton's friend, it's not my place to tell her she was weak. It's my place. Now, Kyle, if it bothered you so bad as Sutton's friend, why didn't you step in and be her voice if you're so bad and tough? Big, bad, and tough. And you didn't like how how aggressive your friend Erica got on her. You could have spoken up and said, you know what, Erica? I love you, but the way you're speaking to Sutton is totally inappropriate. And maybe you should leave. Maybe you should leave. Sounds like you're having a real rough time. she would never. Never. Nobody. She can't. She's probably the most delicate of them all. I think so. She acts like she's tough. And I've seen her like kind of confront people before, but she actually, to be uh, at her core, I think is the most delicate. Oh, totally. So then then it cuts to PK and Dorit, and they're having a date night at home. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dorit's wearing a horrendous outfit. Oh, I know. I don't know where it's <laughs> but from. She's at home. I don't. Yeah, but I it, don't know what the it cameras is. Cameras are on. I don't know what she's right, thinking. Right, right. Yeah. She's just I trying know. to look, and the look is not working. Yeah, no. So PK asks about Erica. How's Erica doing? And uh, she says, he, he basically says to Dorit, "Well, you know, she's like, oh yeah, she's got a lot going on. You know, she's stressed out or whatever." And uh, PK's like, said so- something about apologizing to the victims, and PK goes. Well, she can say sorry to the victims without a legal issue. And he's absolutely yes. right. You and I have said this yes. a million times. He's yeah. like, well, she can say it in a certain way without having a legal issue, but she's right. yet to do that. Mm-hmm. And P- PK's like, and she doesn't help, she doesn't help herself with her social media, you know, which I is know. true. He's, he's like, know. she got her legs it's, up that's everywhere. That's all we talk about. Yes. Yeah. And it, then it flashes back to Dorit and Kyle having a conversation about one of Erica's recent Social media posts. posts are and and basically Erica said and I and I quote, uh, it's a picture of her in this sexy lingerie, and it says, "Got buffoons eating my pussy while I watch cartoons." 
That's what it said. I know, I know. And they're just like, ooh. Like they almost couldn't even wow. say they were just like, like they don't they didn't want to say the P it. word. Because yeah. women and I don't really ever use that word either. No. Yeah. But I'm quoting it from her social right, media yeah. post. And it's like, really? Like PK's absolutely right. Erica, you're doing yourself it's, zero yeah. favors. showing your ass on your social media and talking about people eating your girl parts out. Yeah. Uh, When these victims are out here trying to get paid, just the whole thing, it's not a good look. It's horrendous. Totally. There's a way to go about this and everybody knows this ain't it. This is not it. Right. Right. So, um, and then PK's just like spitting all kinds of wisdom. He's just like, look, when you portray that you don't care and you're out there living your best life, you know, she's scratching the nose of the predators or creditors. I don't know what he said. Um, and he's like, they're going to come for her. Yeah. And he uses the example. I was part of like a five and a half million dollar pa- or five and a half million pound bankruptcy corporate, right. you know, corporate uh-huh. BK. And, you know, I, I held myself in a certain way, not like Erica is. And so that it would minimize the impact on my long-term reputation, essentially, is what yeah. he's saying. Right. Erica's doing herself no favors. Like, she's going to have yeah. to go on living after this. You think this right. is going to help her? Right. No. I, no one's, no one, there's got to be no one advising her. And obviously, uh, her husband's not advising her, which she was under his control. But she's, I think she just had like arrested development and doesn't know what the hell to do with herself because she's not being... No one's like ha- her handler anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I and even know. if she did have one or does, she's yeah, not listening. No. Or, yeah. She's too narcissistic. Exactly. She's yeah. too stubborn. Yeah. And she thinks she's doing the best to make her look cool and, and on top of shit, but she's not. She's crumbling. No. Yeah. Um. So Garcelle's hosting a Haitian dinner. The ladies are getting ready. Garcelle comes downstairs looking like a million dollar bill. Yeah, she looks Hands amazing. down. Her hair her looks outfit, great. Yeah. Her makeup, Everything. her hair yes. was my favorite yes. of the yeah. night. And then Crystal walks in and just motorboats the shit out of out of uh, Garcelle. Yeah, she motorboats Garcelle's yeah. boobs. <laughs> it's like yes, okay. okay. It was like weird from Crystal because it's like you don't see her be like that playful. She's usually Never. very yeah, yeah. So she's pretty usually buttoned up. Like so that stoic. was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'd be funny if you like slow mode that. <laughs> Replayed it. Yeah, (laughs) we might have to put that on our social media. So then, um, EJ arrives looking a hundred percent sex pot. She's got just like the shortest of short. Yeah, the boots that go all the way up to her butt, like the bottom of her butt cheek is probably touching the top of the boot. Yeah, Uh, those red bottom boots. Uh And then Sutton arrives, and it's awkward. Oh yeah, you know, obviously her and EJ have not spoken to each other, and it's awkward for yeah, really awkward. And then. Uh, the food starts getting served, and at one point they serve a dish that's like a fish ball with a little thing on top of it oh, that yes. has some a little some, pipette. It's like a pipette, little, yes, yes, that has, that has like sauce, a sauce in, it. in it. And Kyle's like, "Well, I can't help it, but tell this looks like a wiener and balls." And I'm like, "You know what? She's right." And you and I would have brought that up at a fancy oh, yeah. dinner too. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and then, of course, at the table, Kyle brings up that Sutton used air quotes when she referred to Kyle as her friend, friend. in quotes. And then what sucks is Sutton, Kyle got Sutton to apologize to her for that. When in yeah. reality, Kyle owes Sutton an apology for they being an asshole friend yes. at the dinner table, forcing yes. her to, to confront EJ. And yes. Kyle sits there and just accepts her apology, offers nothing in return. That is such manipulation and bullshit to me. I like, know. I was going crazy watching that. And I'm like, no, Sutton, you yeah. don't owe her an apology for putting her... 
Your aunt, the, uh, yeah, you your, were your a friend in quotes because it. Yeah. Did, you didn't seem like much of a friend that night. That's right. It, I just can't. That pisses me off so they bad about Kyle. Her. Oh, well, they I mean, do. They really do. I feel like they do. And she's it's, an easy target. She is, and she falls right into the trap. I it's know. Like so I know. irritating to watch. And then, um, meanwhile, EJ's on her phone because Erica wants nothing to yeah. do with she's anything like Sutton's like, doing. Yeah. She's like, she was, oh, she was reading the New York Times, she said. Yeah, it's She's much like, more interesting yeah. than whatever uh, Sutton's got to say about mm-hmm. being a friend or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, it just, whatever. That's just Erica being Erica. Mm-hmm. And then um, Garcelle brings up Kyle's yellow Gucci pants. And she's they go and sit oh, down yeah. on the couch after dinner. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, I want to, I want to, I've been looking for I've been those looking pants for ever those. since. Yeah. yeah. And then EJ turns to Rinna and kind of whispers. She's like, well, when did she wear those? And uh, Rinna's like, oh, you weren't there. It was the day you weren't invited. And it's when Sutton called a meeting with the ladies meeting, and specifically yeah. didn't want EJ there. And then it gets really awkward. Yep. So it's brought up. And then um, Sutton, basically that's right when like Dorit's like, well, I think I'm going to blow out of here. And yeah. then that, uh, Rena's like, well, I think I will too. I think I'll go ahead and leave with you. Oh, it's cold out here. Brr. Like she's just, Rena <laughs> says all these throwaway comments. It's like, just shut up. I know. Just, just shut go. up, Rena. Just go. Just yeah. go. <laughs> so three of them leave. And I think it's Rena, Erica. Erica, and Dorit leave. That's right. Yeah. So then um, they start talking about it, the ladies who are still left at Garcelle's house. And Sutton's like, I don't care if I get an apology from Erica. Like, I'm done, you know? Right. And Kyle's like, well, here's the thing. She's Erica. She's expecting one. And as if Sutton owes Erica any Apol- kind of apology. Yeah, yeah. You've done nothing wrong, Sutton. All right. you have done is processed and critically thought Used your critical thinking skills to right. process the information that Erica's giving out. It doesn't make sense because you've processed it and it really doesn't make sense. And you're communicating that to the crowd and you're just like, this doesn't make sense. I think she might be lying. I, sh- she's right. right. So yeah. she owes zero apology to Erica. Right. And of course, Erica is never going to apologize to Sutton. No. And she says as much when she met up with Crystal at some gym or wherever the hell right. they were. Right. And she's like, ah, I'm never going to apologize to her. Like, I'm moving on. I'm done. You know, Erica's just cold as as hell. Yeah. And then um, and then Kyle starts spouting off about, you guys, you know what? Look, I would just rather you guys be real. If you have something to say about me, don't wait forever to tell me. Just tell me in the moment, okay? Just own it and tell me in the moment. And Garcelle's like, hmm. And Garcelle's like, or Kyle's like, "Uh, what, is that not making sense? And Garcelle's like, it's triggering me. Kyle's like, okay, why? And she's like, well, isn't that what you did to me when we were at the reunion and you waited six months to confront me on the fact that you never got the check for the charity donation that I made? That's right. Garcelle, great point. And yep. Kyle is backed into a corner. Yep. There's really no defense that she has because that's exactly what she what did. She, she did. festered on it. She let it marinate and then threw it in Publicly, her face yeah, when it served her best. Yeah, that's at right. the reunion. And uh, then Crystal, basically, like, Crystal, you can tell she's Team Erica. And that's probably, like you said, just because she's not Team Sutton. She's right. had issues she's, with her. She's cho- chosen a side, yeah. Yeah, and in her confessional, I think that what she said in her confessional says a lot. Crystal's like, look, I think she said plenty, be, talking about Sutton. I think she said plenty, and I think Erica's heard plenty. They're done. So she's basically putting the blame on Sutton That's by right. saying Sutton's said plenty. She's not She doesn't equally say Erica's said plenty, because Erica 
has said plenty. She said some really outrageous comments. Horrible to, things. Horrible yeah. comments. Yeah. But no, she's heard plenty is what Crystal, Crystal says, says, which is like such bullshit. Um, and then basically the next time Erica is going to tell another wild tale, tale yeah. about Tom's be- Tom's house being broken into and then he had to get eye surgery and blah, 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 blah. Like, like literally that's how she tells the story. Like she talks yeah. in the weirdest and she just keeps talking when Kyle yeah. reacts. It, she's like, and then a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a Like that's all I heard when she's talking. It's so strange. And Kyle's like, what? Like what? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. And Kyle or Erica just keeps talking in that weird showgirl voice or whatever it is. But that was the episode. Yeah. So ready for next time. I just Definitely. honestly, I think I can be done with the season now. Like I don't yeah. really need any more episodes. I'm ready to get to the reunion. Yeah. With Beverly I think Hills. that we've seen all the teasers for Erica that they've like been giving us this season. Nothing else is like pending, right? Any, I don't like, big think breakthrough. so. Unless yeah, okay. they're just hiding something and not teasing it, which I can't okay. imagine them doing. No. So they would never. No, they would never. <laughs> no, they all drag right. us along. We're always like the little carrot in front of us. Like we fall for it every time. So oh, hook, line, and sinker every yeah. single time. Yeah. All right. So all Salt right. Lake City, season two, episode one. It's called The Best of Frenemies. Yeah. And of course, it starts out with all the cameramen and the producers or whatever inside this van that's going to take the girls on a girls trip. They're checking the cameras and all. It's all dramatic. Yes. Dramatic music playing in the background. Then it shows all the ladies getting on the van, super excited and dressed up to go on their girls trip. Jen Shaw walks in. Lisa Barlow's like, oh, she's so cute. You know, and then all of a sudden, bring, you know, Jen yeah. Shaw gets a phone call and she's like, hi, babe. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. No, we're, uh, we're at, uh, Beauty Lab. Yeah. We haven't and left laser. yet. laser. Yeah. Haven't left yet. And then she's like, oh, wait. Uh, okay. So what? Okay. And then there's this creepy moment, this eerie moment when Jen Shaw's eyes look straight up into the camera. Because yeah. then that, that's when you know she's, she's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Totally acutely aware that, fuck, this is the biggest moment in my life. And it is being caught on film. Being recorded. Yes. So she literally is on the phone and all of a sudden it's a quick and she's like, and she looks straight into the camera and then basically she goes to Whitney. Yes. uh And she's like, untie this, undo this. She wants her mic off. Turn this off. But when he's like, what? She's like, what am I doing? But she's saying it so quietly because probably like producers can be, they're hearing you. Yes. You know? Yes. So Jen Shaw exits the van, comes back in. I have some bad news. I have to leave. And she's just like almost shaking. You can tell that her energy has shifted, you know, like something big is. So then that scene happens, but then they kind of rewind however many days before that trip. Mm -hmm. And then it starts out uh, at... Jen's new chalet. So Jen oh, has no, a new so chalet. So now we're two months prior. I remember this. It was a okay, time stamp. Of like, so they show Good. all that and they show like the feds at her house. They kind of show like, boom, all, all this like drama that's about to happen. Yes. yes. Like, so it was such a, that was probably the, one of the best beginnings to a. Very Good housewife series or season like I've ever seen because it's just if like that doesn't make you want to watch the rest of the season I know I, know. I don't know what would I know yeah. so, so you're right so then two, two months, months prior yeah and now we're in Jen Shaw's new chalet I guess her lease was up on the other one so now she's got another one yeah. it's so I'm like old. oh so she was le- like renting that one like yeah that's... and that came out last season like everybody's oh. like hmm, why are you leasing that's weird and that's like I feel like a, that's a, a red flag red flag of you have so much money to dump into 
yes. monthly, like a monthly rental of this ginormous but house. You can't just buy you it. Can't buy a house. Yeah. yeah, when you've got all these Gucci boots and Louis right. Vuitton and blah right. blah blah. All I was thinking like, about like, it must be her credit I, or something. There must yeah, be there's something major off. dings that you mm-hmm. can't get like some kind purchase of purchase real estate. Yeah, there's something off here. Yeah. So yes, exactly. Many many red flags, and that actually came up last season. Like, yeah, oh, okay. she's leasing. I remember there was a lot of talk on social media. Okay. Like, hmm, what's this yeah. all about? Yeah. So then it cuts to, so we're at, at Jen's new chalet. She's with her second assistant mm-hmm. uh, who's helping her prepare food. Lisa Barlow comes in. Jen gives Lisa Barlow a tour of the home and literally every single room. Lisa, I love this. I yeah. love that. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love that. I love yeah. this. She just loves yeah. everything because yeah. that's her signature phrase. Right. Love. <clears throat> love. Jen turned the gym room in her new chalet into just a giant closet. And yep. it's like a hoarder's Louis Vuitton Gucci or heaven. Dream. Yeah. Yeah. And she even said, she goes, the movers, when they moved us, they've never seen that many pairs of shoes and handbags, honey. Like, oh, never honey. have they seen so much, like, clothes. It's, it's like... Oh my. Little did Every, she know oh, that moment. Yeah, the feds is probably taking right. inventory now. And that's the thing is, are, as viewers, like, we're watching it through. Woo. We know the end of the story, you know. Yes. So we're just now we're just like investigators finding <clears throat> clues, like you know, or just like oh, how ironic these things are like coming up, you know, and like she's yes. flaunting this. It's crazy. So I was like, yeah. uh-uh, feds are looking at this, honey. So then Jen sits down with Lisa on the couch. She's like, look, the last six months were so rough. Sharif, Coach Shaw, basically, Sharif said he wanted to leave. And he actually reached out to a divorce attorney. And I got a call from a divorce attorney. Like, it was that close. Mm-hmm. But she says now they're in counseling. Things are better. Yeah. Whatever. But that tells you a lot, too. Their marriage yeah. never seemed Oh, God, no. And even she, stable. like, she almost kind of made light of it and basically said like hey i'm like a difficult person to be around i'm a difficult person to be married to and she's like and i don't want to get like i'm going to start again from scratch i won't find somebody till i'm like a hundred like with all the issues she has like with her personality how aggressive she is yeah she won't find anybody so she's not willing to stick it out yeah exactly so then um lisa says something about her being friends with jen shaw is essentially the same as meredith being friends with whitney and heather which i totally disagree the things that jen Shaw has said and done are 10,000 times worse than Whitney and Heather, who yes. essentially mostly, especially Heather, has just been on the defensive and defending herself right. and sticking up for herself. <clears throat> so then Jen says to Lisa, she's like, girl, I'll go to jail for you. I haven't been to jail yet. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that is gold. Yeah. <clears throat> That Definitely. is gold. And the producers are probably so stoked oh, yeah. that she said that and that they could include that in this season. That's right. So then it cuts to Heather going to Meredith's new house. So Meredith has a new house. Also, right. You know, she started a new beginning with her husband, and it's got these incredible views at the house. And um, she says to Heather, she's like, well, Seth should be able to spend about 50% of his time at the house, which is incredible. Because apparently, like, he was always gone, which, of course, would cause fractures, I think, in a relationship when you're always gone. Mm -hmm. So, and she claims that everything seems to be good with them, although I still have my doubts. I don't know that things are good with Meredith and her husband, and maybe that'll come out in the season, but I don't know. We shall see. Yeah. No. So then... um, Whitney, we're over at Whitney's house and her three stepsons come over. Yeah. And it's like all you can think is like they probably think she's so hot. And oh, yeah. it's so awkward yeah. that their father 
is hitting that. I know. (laughs) I know. I mean, she even like comments on like I was in high school. I mean, there's I think one of them. I don't know if it was the friend or the the son or whatever, but like they're so close in age. I think they were in high school at the same time. They were partying together. Yeah. It's like. It's so crazy. She's only 34 yeah. and like their his oldest son is like 29, 20, you know. Yeah, 29, that's 29, right. 29, 27 and 20-something. Yes. Yeah. So they're over there taking shot skis together. She's like uh-huh. the cool mom. And I have to say, I've also done that with my oh. son. So oh, I'm like yes. a cool mom yes. too. Yeah. Um, Whitney is also, I don't know if you caught this, but she's wearing a Brooks Marks hoodie. Oh, no. Just, yeah, it had Brooks Wait. Marks up the sleeve. What's that? Brooks Marks, Meredith. Yeah. Meredith's son, Brooks. Remember he had his little clothing oh! line last season? Oh, yeah. He I had like track suits. I didn't suits. catch that yeah. at all. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So she was wearing a Brooks Marks hoodie representing oh, for her yes. friends. Yeah. And then um, Whitney is in her confessional. She says she's excited to make her own money so she doesn't have to do this anymore. And she gets her water bottle and starts giving it head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's done. Which I appreciate about Whitney that she will literally She's on so camera on, give a blowjob yeah. to her water bottle to <laughs> to insinuate that she doesn't want to do sexual favors She's anymore done for with money. That job. She's resigning yeah. from that job. Yeah. She wants her own money so she can yes. do less of that. Yeah. Which I yeah. think is freaking hilarious. I know, it's so funny. And then Whitney's got a birthday cake. She's probably a little buzzed at this point. Oh, she's she, in a bikini. I, she's 100% like. 100% yeah. buzzed. Yeah. She's carrying the birthday cake and literally she's about to take it outside because they're celebrating, yeah. I think, one of the kids' birthdays. And she dropped it three times going out there. Yeah. Two times going Against out there and the once wall, in front of them. Like down the wall, the cake goes. <laughs> she has to like squat down in her bikini. She like picks it up, gets the candle off the door that's like stuck to the icing. And by the time she mess. carries it outside and they're all in the spa, it looks like something on that show on Netflix. Oh, where people na- uh, failed or nailed it or nailed it. Yeah. yeah where people it. like yeah. don't know how to bake yeah. and it looks like shit. Yeah. I was dying. So then, oh God. And then it cuts to Mary. Mary's got a podcast, Jess. Oh. Hold on a second. Mary's Did you hear Mary's? Uh, oh, I wanted to bring this up in the very beginning. Mary's okay. tagline. <gasps> Who the hell? Okay, she says, Wait, "Say it. If you come for me, I will send Jesus after you." Like, uh, who approved that? That you is weirdo. Odd. So she's odd. Just, the her whole thing. She's just bizarre. I want. She we need to open her brain. Oh, I, I need. I, I need somebody to open her yeah. brain and dissect it and tell me. Is she human? Number one. Yeah, yeah. What what happened to her? There's a lot to her story, by the way. Yeah. Uh, which I'm making a prediction right now. I'm not wishing this upon her because she has children, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but I am making a prediction. Uh-huh. She and her husband are going to be the next to fall. I I would put money oh, on the yeah. fact yes. that she's running a, a scam in her there. church, yeah, uh-huh. and that her husband has done some shady things. Oh, yeah. to get where they are with regard to like real estate and her mother. Who he mm-hmm. used to be married to her grandmother. Married to grandmother. She, she was, he something. was married to her grandmother. She yes. had that church, but she's got all this money and all we these know, properties and restaurants. Yeah. I there there uh-huh. are some shady things that have happened right. to get them there. And uh, they are fake and phony as they come. They are not mm-hmm. to be trusted. These are, I I think they're going to be the next to fall, to be That's honest. Right. Like That's I right. would put money on it. Who's so that let's stay famous tuned. like pastor who like He's he looks so scary, like he looks skeletal. Oh, oh and, but yes. he flies private, yes. and oh. someone like approached him and was like, uh, "Joel Olstein." Yes, and they're like, that "No, guy, is that the young guy?" 
Yes. No, I'm talking about the old, there's an older guy, but yeah, Joel Osteen too. But there's an, there's an older guy who flies private only. And they're like, why uh, must you? And he literally, somehow it's because of Jesus. Where are you Like he has money, to babe? fly private. Yeah. He has to fly mm-hmm. private. Can't fly, nope. you know, commercial. Don't buy it. But, I don't buy but it. brings it back to Jesus. Like, it's just like, yeah. and the fact something that her tagline is, is about Jesus, like something ain't right. Like there something are many is so- things not right. Yo, oh my God. And the so way go she ahead, acted when she's yeah. doing her podcast, I, I was so triggered. I yeah. could barely effing watch. Well, this I know. It was so woman. uncomfortable. It was so yeah. uncomfortable. So Mary's got a podcast and uh, I, I noticed she calls it a live podcast. There is no such thing. No. Podcasts are not live, but okay. Right. Nice yeah. try. Yeah. Um, and her husband, she says that her husband, Robert Sr. was stuck in Florida during the pandemic. So they were apart for like six months, right. which Totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to herself the whole time. Talking yeah, because her, her teenage son had nothing, you know. <laughs> He's off doing his own shit. He wants nothing to do with kooky mommy. You know what's and, funny yeah. when she said this? Like, I don't, we're, we have families and kids and, you know, if I'm silent where I'm not talking, it's rare because I yes. always am talk, having to talk either I'm on my phone or I'm voice texting or whatever. Yes. My sister who like, you know, lives, um, by herself and works from home. She has like a, a really good career that like she's able to work from home. But since the pandemic, she's like can go so much time without seeing somebody in like three dimension. Yes. And she was saying like she realized a couple of days had passed that okay, she's talking here. But then yeah. when it's just silence in the background, there's no conversational in-person conversation. Yes. So she was just kind of thinking to herself and out loud. And she's like making herself dinner and out loud. She was thinking about her day and it wasn't that good of a day. And she's like, so you had a bad day. And then immediately thought, so you had a had bad, a bad day. day. <laughs> Take your phone down. Yeah. Da, 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 just and turn, turn it around. around. <laughs> I've never laughed so hard when she was like, out loud. So you had a bad day. Like, yeah. Yeah. Then immediately, and then like, if there was somebody there, they would have been, so you had a had bad, a bad but day. But she did that first. That is so freaking yeah. hilarious. I, I have caught myself talking to myself yeah. before. I talk to my dogs all the time. Yeah. That is like all day long. I yeah. do talk to them. Right. But I've caught myself making, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm turning into my mom. I'm turning into my mom. I'm old. I. <laughs> yeah. This is what old people do. Yeah. But it is a thing. I don't yeah, know. When, when I, I, if I talk to myself, it's usually like when I'm like mad, but there's no one around. I'm like, this is bullshit. Or yeah, but, yeah there's something like that that'll be in my car, you know, like I'm yeah, like yeah. annoyed with how someone's driving. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm just yeah, like yeah, saying yeah. something like that. It's usually <laughs> yeah. like to say it out loud. <laughs> so Mary Cosby's walking around, talking to her closet, talking right. to the mannequins, talking uh-huh. to the wigs, just oh talking it up. Yeah. She's got nobody to talk to. So she just had created a podcast. Yeah, because this is her outlet. Yeah. And it literally sounds like the worst podcast ever on earth. Oh, literally yeah. the worst podcast. Even her What's intro, it called? she's like, she goes, I think it's called Mary's Podcast. I don't know. <laughs> it's something I thought she to goes, do was like religion. Or live something. with Mary. I don't know. I don't know. Live but with Mary and out, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and Jesus. Live with yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, she says something like, she her in, she's saying her intro and she goes, uh, hi, this is Mary's Podcast. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, all right. Sounds <laughs> shitty already. Okay. Yeah. And I'm bored. And unsubscribe. Yeah. Shoo. <laughs> yeah. Shoo. I'm already sleeping, babe. Yeah. So um, so then uh, she admits, you know, she asks, she's got a couple guys from her church there who yeah. are guests on the podcast. And well, hold she up, says, the, uh, the opening prayer, though, did you see what the, oh. when they do that? Well, really quick, because he's like doing the whole church thing, like, and bring it to Jesus. And she's like, excuse me, excuse me. Like, can I interrupt you? 
course. You take it down. Like she wants him to take it down a notch. Let me show you how it's done. And she does yes. the opening prayer yes. calmly, but with, you know, however she communicates with Jesus. It but it was just, it was so awkward. So yeah, I know. I, it's that's weird. what triggered me. Yeah. So then, um, you know, while they're recording, she asked the guy, have you ever done drugs? Oh, you have? Oh, which one? Which one? And he's like, oh, marijuana. She's like, oh, well, you just say it. We've all smoked a blunt, okay? And so she talks about how she smoked a blunt before. Yeah, and look, yeah. I could appreciate that. I've smoked yeah. a blunt too. Like, yeah, all right, yeah. I get it. Um, but then she says, while they're recording, she says, I don't – and this this really registered with me because this makes sense. Uh-huh. She says, I don't feel like I fit in this world. I've never been liked. And she – which is really sad. I know. I don't know where that Actually, comes from, but like she seems like a wounded person. Like yeah, she doesn't yeah. fit. She's super right. kooky. Seems like she probably hasn't ever been liked. And she right. starts crying and she says, but I was born for God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and here's where I just can't. I know. I wanted so – this is where I would have fast-forwarded before you and I had this podcast. Yes. I would have fast-forwarded through that shit. I know. I am not here for bullshit. That's I bullshit. Know. Everything I know. she said – Yes. is bullshit. I don't buy it. Stop no. it. You're not a prophet. You're not nothing. Just mm-hmm. stop. Yeah. So, and it just screams fraud to me. Oh, totally. Um, And then it cuts to, so now we're at the new housewife's house. Her name's Jenny uh-huh. and she's wearing like a totally backless sequin, yeah. you know, top with like some yeah. leather pants, you know. Long and, like uh, Cher from the 70s, long straight hair all the way down yeah. to like the Yeah. Just for Lisa Barlow to stop by and yeah, say hi. Of I mean, just for that. Yeah. So um, she and Lisa Barlow have been friends for 10 years. They were pregnant at the same time. And uh, I love when Jenny's daughter, she says something like, she goes, oh, yeah. She goes, I have straight A's, no B's. That's why we're Asian, not Bijan. Yeah, not Bijan. Yeah. <laughs> Bijan, yeah. Bijan, Bijan. I was like, yeah. oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I just hit a button. Are we still recording? Yes, we are. I was like, okay, oh, God, yeah. catastrophic. <laughs> so... Uh, and then, um, so then Jenny starts talking about how her story, yeah, how she escaped from a communist Vietnam, Vietnam on a boat, but then they got captured. And for like a few years, they Three were held years. at some camp mm-hmm. and they were, um, they were sponsored by Christians, mm-hmm. which is how she was entered into the Christian religion. Mm-hmm. Then she met her husband, and he was hardcore Catholic, so she well, and converted. The, and the Christians got her out of that like internment camp and brought her yes. to Long Beach, California. And that's how she ended yeah. up in California, that's which right. is like such an incredible story. Because a so. lot, you know, we actually lived. Our neighbor was um, Vietnamese um, growing up, and they were somebody who escaped. And they all, I remember, like the little girl had a. Um, on her hand, she had a scar. I mean, as a kid, I was just like, whoa. But she, yeah. where a bullet like grazed her hand. It was so traumatic for these people when they came over. So I thought, I actually was like really intrigued. I was that too. This was her story because it's mm-hmm. very interesting. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. so what she has already gone through, you know? We like, cannot what- even imagine. Okay. No. Like, we just can't even imagine no. that. Right. Um, so then, but then Jenny talks about her husband, who's a chiropractor. His name's yes. Dewey. Yeah, I like goes, him. I like him too. I like the whole family, to be honest. I do too. So I think that they're going to be excited to yeah. watch. And she is a firecracker. So she's yes. going to be fun to watch. Yes. And she's not going to take any bullshit, I don't think. Um, and then she says, uh, she says, you know, I when I met my husband, Dewey, I thought, oh, he's got a hot body, but he's hot from the neck down. <laughs> 
She's essentially <laughs> calling him a butterfly. Ugly. Yeah. And it yeah. sucks. Like, oh my God, my husband would kill me if I, at first, I would never say that. And I don't yeah. think that about my no. husband. But holy right. shit, that I know. sucks. I know. What if he said that about her? Yes. I know. So then uh, then it cuts to the ladies are meeting in some igloo-type restaurant yeah. uh, structure because it's during a pandemic, I'm sure. And Mary's, of course, talking to herself, sitting in the chair. She's the first one there. And she's like, ooh, this chair's uncomfortable. It feels like I'm sitting on metal. Hurts yeah. my butt. <laughs> like, like, okay. The, okay, all right, Mary. And then the ladies show up, and it's Meredith, Heather, Whitney, and Mary right. uh, having lunch, which to me is like such an odd bunch for some it reason. Is. It's very, yeah. but you can tell these women are friendly. And then you've got Lisa and Jen over on their own island. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see where Jenny's going to land, the yes. new housewife. Yes. So um, during lunch, they are, ta- Jen, they're talking about Je- how Jen re- has been reposting social media posts saying that Heather's racist. So she's perpetuating perpetuating the narrative yeah. that Heather's racist, which I do not believe she is. But um, and then also Meredith chimes in and she's like, yeah, and she's been you know retweeting and liking comments, homophobic comments about Brooks. So it's basically they're talking about she's a disaster on social media. Right. She's just basically talking shit about all of us. She's not being a good friend. Mm-hmm. And then um, the you know the lunch is over. Then it's over at Meredith's new house, and she's having a Shabbat dinner, and she's invited the Barlows over. Even though they're kind of fractured right now, they're still friends. And then they kind of get into it. Lisa and Meredith start talking on the couch, like, how are we going to fix this? Is Lisa's, Lisa's standpoint is, I want to be your friend. I want to be a friend to Jen. I don't want to get caught in the middle, but how can we fix this? And Mer- Lisa's trying to say to Meredith that, will you being friends with Heather and Whitney, who've both come for me, is essentially the same as me being friends with Jen, who's come for you. And Meredith's like, there is nothing similar about it. Yeah. What Jen has done and said cannot be equated to what Heather and Whitney no. have done. And I, I am no. t- totally team Meredith yes. on this oh, one. Oh, yes. Right. And Meredith basically tells Lisa, look, Jen might be struggling and have some issues, but that's not an excuse to mistreat others. And she's absolutely that's right. right. Which yeah. that's Jen's MO. She's like, I'm going through a lot. Let me be a bitch ass to, to you. Everybody. Let me yeah. verbally abuse you. Let I me know. lash out and point my finger in your face. So yeah. that's kind of where the episode ends. And I am so excited to see the rest of the season. Yes. I mean, I do have to say this is like probably like an unpopular opinion, but it's still was boring to me. I have to, yeah. I, I, even though okay. I, the, it yeah. started it wasn't out super so exciting. like, I'm so excited yes. for the whole Jen Shaw part. I'm really excited for that. But I do. I I I hope it gets better. Like there's I do just, too. I'm. It's it kind of gets almost. I feel. I don't know. Like why it triggers me, but I feel trapped in the mountains with them. I like, do again, too. We're in another Jessie. chalet and we're looking at the mountains again. I feel and trapped. It's snowing it's and weird. it's cold and yes. it's like I need you to go somewhere else. I need I you guys to go somewhere tropical. Yeah. Put your bikinis on. I know. Drink it's weird. mojitos and yeah. like live it up. I just. Yeah. I, it was very down and gloomy and like yeah. just kind of boring. Everybody's yeah. trapped in each other's chalets. Like even when um uh I agree he- with you. Was it Heather that like skied up to um I know Meredith's house or yeah. whatever? It's like in, in her bib, her ski bib. Yeah, <laughs> and her goggles. Like, and then like yeah, you have these amazing views, but it's like I don't know. I just I felt bored. I felt bored. I was for bored. Them. I was too. Remove the Jen Shaw element from yes. Salt Lake City. There's I don't know no if way it would be a bang I don't up think season. I could watch it. Mm-hmm. Remove the Erica Jane narrative from Beverly Hills. 
what kind of season would it yeah. be? I don't but think I, it would be good. The thing is, and I talked about this with a friend, I would still watch Beverly Hills. I don't know why. Mm. There's just a lot of glitz and glam and sparkly. And we can kind of relate to it because it's pretty close to home. Yeah. That is the main reason yeah, not why. Our, I like, like where we live no, physically. where we like live. We're in the yeah. L.A. area. That's right. That's so right. many of the places they go and shop. We know and it. We well, see it. We yeah. know it. We see mm-hmm. it. So, so it's relatable yeah. in that way. So yeah. I will continue watching. Same thing with Orange County. Yeah. Um, I like New York because the ladies are just on a different level crazy so that's (laughs) what i get out of that atlanta i watch because those ladies come for each other in the in the spiciest most clever way like they they give the best shade yeah um the one-liners like i live for that yes and salt lake city is really i did like the first season Uh there's some characters i really love characters but i love heather gay oh yeah i think she's awesome but yeah yeah, this whole jen shaw thing even though i don't like jen shaw she makes it interesting i I think they're really lucky to have that (laughs) this season unfortunately yeah yeah i needed it i knew you we talked about this when we first started this podcast yes you liked it you liked it. You were excited for the second season. I was like, I cannot get into it. And even even what's weird is watching this episode. I was just thinking like, this is going to be work. This is a hard job. It is. I'm really gonna, this no. one's going to really be work for me, except for when it's the Jen Shaw part, I think. Right. But we'll see right. what happens with Mary Cosby and all that kind of stuff. But still, it's I it's know. Gonna... I, I'm holding out hope, but I think it's not going. I, I don't think it's we'll going to be as good as Beverly Hills yeah. has been this season. No. But we'll see. There might be yeah. some surprises in that, store. That's what, that, what I was thinking too just today. It's like that is almost dwarfing. Like what's happening on the like a federal case level with Beverly Hills. It's also happening with Jen Shaw. We'll see. I want to see what's uncovered and what happens with it. But the Erica Jane thing is just like it dwarfs this one, you know? It does. So maybe it once does. Beverly Hills wraps, we can really focus. You know, we'll see if it right. really holds our attention. Right, but we're in it. We're going to talk right. about it. We're going to we'll, do it. We'll cover the next episode on, you know, on our next episode. That's right. But Jesse, I don't know, is Mila out there somewhere waiting for you to pick her up? Is she like <laughs> no. sitting there? Because I know <laughs> yeah. you are on a time crunch today. I know. I know. You're like, wrap it up. Quit talking about it. But yeah, no, I'm good. I have a couple minutes, or I got a half hour till I have to go get Mateo. Okay, good. So I'm good. All right. Well, this was fun. And of course, I will see you for the next uh, episode. And we will again talk about Beverly Hills, Salt Lake City. Uh-huh. I am dying to get to a reunion. Any reunion. I don't I care know. if it's New York, Beverly Hills. <laughs> give me a reunion. I live. Please. I want to talk about a reunion. I know. I know. So dying for that's it. That's coming soon. And that's another thing that's come out on social media. Apparently, they are filming or have filmed the – I've heard they filmed Beverly in New Hills. York. Oh, well, the Beverly Hills for sure. Yeah. But I am hearing that now we are going to get a New York reunion. Okay. So All right, good. I hope that Dude, happens. Dude, if Erica can show up, freaking Ramona can show up to the New York one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, you guys, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Judgy and Juryish. Don't forget to check out my other podcast. It's called Murderish, True Crime Podcast, and you can find it wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. That's right. So hit subscribe to Judgy and Juryish so you don't miss any new episodes. That's right. And uh, follow us on Instagram at Judgy Juryish. You can follow us on Twitter at that same handle. We're on Facebook. Just search Judgy and Juryish. And also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We record every episode, and we would love for you guys to go over there and subscribe, like it, uh, love it, uh, Mm -hmm. comment on it. That's right. Do all the things. That's right. Leave us a five star rating. So, um, you know, in and a your good favorite review. podcast That's app. Right. Yes. That's right. If you yes. go to your favorite Please. podcast app, you guys, you would be doing us the biggest favor if you left us a five star rating and review because uh-huh. that helps other people discover our show. That's right. So we will be eternally grateful. Um, but if you do that, please make sure it's only a five star nice review. 
Make it nice because we don't want to have to check you, boo. No, we do not. And especially on the show with Jen Shaw this season, mm-hmm. remember to fix your face and stay looking hot because you do not want to end up with a crappy mugshot. Bye. Bye. Bye.